your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 375 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get your podcasts. That song you are hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, we begin with what else? The breaking news, or at least it was breaking news yesterday, that Jared Gallant has been named the new head coach of the New York Rangers. I'm absolutely thrilled about this move. You know, we could sit here and debate, and we have sat here and debated, uh, whether or not David Quinn deserved another year at the helm, at least maybe one more year, to kind of try to prove that he's the man for the Rangers going forward. Uh, but that page has turned. That book is closed. Close. David Quinn is obviously not going to be back, and Jared Gallant is going to be leading the, the New York Rangers into next season. And I feel like it's kind of a case where, you know, he was always kind of the favorite. He kind of seemed to be, I wouldn't necessarily say the obvious choice, but just kind of the choice that made the most sense. And ultimately, that's what the Rangers end up doing. And it's a case where I think, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in greater detail in just a second here. In fact, we might as well just dive into it right now. I think one of the things that I like most about Jared Gallant is to me, of all these head coaching candidates that we heard kicked around, and we heard, you know, Rick Tockett, we heard John Tortorella, we heard even guys like Mark Messier, Chris Knobloch from the AHL, Hartford Wolfpack, maybe Rod Brindamore, if he became available, if the Rangers could pry him away from the Carolina Hurricanes. Of course, the Hurricanes season just ended this past weekend. So we heard a lot of names, but to me, Jared Gallant is the guy, once again, with the safest floor and also the highest ceiling. And we can kind of just analyze this uh, one at a time here. As for the floor, when you look at Gallant's recent track record and you look at all the young talent that the Rangers have on this roster, we talked about that as well, where the Rangers, of all the teams with head coaching vacancies around the NHL, they clearly, I mean, at least from the naked eye, seem to be the most desirable landing spot uh, for any of these head coaching candidates, Jared Gallant or anyone else. But given Gallant's recent track record and the fact that it certainly seemed like other teams might be interested in him as well. I feel like there's no way we're going to look back in two or three years and we say, oh man, you know, what a disaster. This team has been bad and, and no one's developing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Gallant certainly seems like somebody who's going to get results, who's going to get the most out of his players. He's going to get players to basically run through a wall for him. That's kind of been his MO is that he gets more out of less. And I think that that's been on display in each of his last two tenures as a head coach in the NHL. Now, obviously uh, his first coaching tenure with the Columbus Blue Jackets. It didn't really go so well. He was fired in year three and didn't really get them anywhere near the playoffs. But to be totally fair, nobody really ever wins with the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, I know John Torella at least had them competitive, at least had them in the playoffs a couple of times, but it's not exactly a team with a storied history. And it took eight years after he was fired from the Columbus Blue Jackets for Gerard Gallant to get another chance. And that chance came with the Florida Panthers, uh, a team that's basically been stuck in obscurity ever since it came into the league and the Panthers missed the playoffs in Gallant's first year there but then in his second year in 2015-2016 he leads them to a 
26-9 record, a division title, and the best record in franchise history. And what's his reward for that? Well, the Panthers start the next season 11-10-1, and he's fired. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I know it was kind of a long time ago, but even now, I mean, you look back at it, and it's like, what was going on there? Because the Panthers, once again, a team not exactly a... Uh, powerhouse, a storied NHL franchise, whatever you want to call them. But basically what happened was the Panthers had hired a new general manager, Tom Rowe, who really, really wanted to lean into the analytics. And I don't think Gallant was really sold on that approach. So it seems like a case to me, and I don't know this for sure, but it seems like a case where Rowe was basically just looking for a reason to get rid of Gallant. And when they started the next season, 11-10-1, Rowe basically just said, okay, that'll do. We're only 500. Uh, Let's get rid of this guy and let me bring in my guy. And, you know, I, I... think you got to look at that and say that it was a mistake because the Panthers up until just this past season, the one that is going on right now, of course, the Panthers lost in the first round of the playoffs this year, but they hadn't been back to the playoffs since Jared Gallant was the coach there and since he led them to an historic season in the franchise's history. And then, of course, this is what I think a lot of us are most familiar with. And obviously, it's the thing that happened most recently in Gallant's coaching career. He becomes the head coach of the expansion Vegas Golden Knights. And what does he do there? Well, he just takes an expansion team, a team that's made up of basically castaways and rejects from other teams around the league. I mean, I know they had some good players. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, it was a bunch of fourth liners and, you know, he just led them to the finals because they did have some good players. And some of those players are still there and playing very, very well in the playoffs right now. But again, he takes an expansion team to the Stanley Cup Finals. I know they lost to the Washington Capitals, but that's unheard of. That's unheard of in hockey. That's unheard of in any professional sport. And I don't know that that many of us, if any of us that are listening to this, anybody that's a fan of the team, I don't know that anyone's going to live to see that happen again in the NHL. Now watch, I'll say that, and the Seattle Kraken will win the Stanley Cup next season. I, I guess you never know. But to me, that was just a tremendously impressive feat and one that I don't know gets enough credit Uh, even from big-time hockey fans. I mean, people look back on that, and it's like, yeah, you know, they had some good players, but, I mean, none of those guys in that room knew each other, and he got them to all come together, all bond together, and make a run to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's truly an amazing accomplishment. Now, I do have to mention that Jared Gallant seems to suffer from a third-year curse because in all three of his stints, uh, that being with the Columbus Blue Jackets, that being with the Florida Panthers, and that being with the Vegas Golden Knights, he has been fired in the middle of his third season with all three of those teams. So if the Rangers get off to a rough start in year three, I think a lot of us are going to be holding our breaths. I mean, I don't even want to look that far into the future. Let's let Gallant... uh, do his introductory press conference and maybe get to know his players a little bit, maybe get to know the members of the front office a little bit before we start talking about the third year curse. But it is something that I'd be remiss if I didn't at least bring up. And, you know, you hear about that and you start wondering like, okay, so does Gallant, does he have a personality? Does he clash with people behind the scenes? But I don't think that's really been the case. I still don't really know what happened with the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, they were 24-19-6 when they fired him in year three. And again, this is just a year and a half after he took an expansion team to the Stanley Cup Finals. So that seemed unjust to me. And I still feel like we don't even have the full story of why he was fired from the Vegas Golden Knights. And as I already mentioned with the Florida Panthers, uh, just a little bit of a contrast in philosophies between him and the general manager, the GM wanting to lean into analytics, him not being so sold on doing so. Uh, but to me, it's somebody who's gotten a bad deal pretty much in every stop that he's been. I mean, not so much Columbus because it didn't work out there at all, but at least with the Vegas Golden Knights and with the Florida Panthers, Jared Gallant has gotten a bad deal. And I think it's a case where we all knew Gallant was going to get another chance. When you look at his recent track record and what he did with both the Panthers and the Knights, someone was going to give him another opportunity, whether it was the Rangers or somebody else. I'm glad that it's the Rangers and... 
something else that's working in Galan's favor is the fact that I believe this might be the most talented roster and certainly the roster with the most upside that he has ever had. And expectations are obviously going to be sky high, but if you're taking a job to be a head coach in the NHL, especially the job of coaching an original six team in the New York Rangers, I don't think you would have it any other way. I don't think Jared Gallant would have it any other way, and I'm sure he's coming in with big-time aspirations and the goal of ultimately leading this team to a Stanley Cup championship. So once again, I can't see any scenario possible where the Rangers look back and like deeply regret this hiring in a couple of years. I, I guess you never know for sure, but when you look at his recent track record and the fact that he has done more with rosters that have far less talent than this New York Ranger roster has, I think his floor is tremendously safe, and I think that he's going to take this team where it needs to go. I fully expect the Rangers to be a playoff team next season and probably a Stanley Cup contender maybe in two years, maybe in three years. Uh, they're going to get there. I really think they're going to get there under Jared Gallant. And as much as I like David Quinn and as much as I kind of went to bat for him on this podcast, I know he kind of split the fan base a little bit. He split listeners of this podcast, believe me. Uh, as much as I liked him, it's hard not to feel like the Rangers clearly have now upgraded at the head coaching position. And it's nothing against David Quinn. I kind of like the fact that the Rangers were bold and they brought in somebody who had never been a head coach in the NHL. He had a very short stint as an assistant coach, I believe, with the Colorado Avalanche, but that was many, many years ago. So they rolled the dice on David Quinn. They gave him a chance. They were a little bit bold. They thought outside the box a little bit. But now that he's gone and Jared Gallant is here, and you look at Gallant's recent track record, I think if you're a Ranger fan, I mean, who knows for sure, but... It seems like an upgrade to me. It feels like an upgrade to me. And it feels like Jared Gallant really wants to be here. Everything just feels right about this. Jared Gallant deserved another chance. The Rangers have an outstanding roster to give him. And he's coming into, for the first time in his career, really, he's coming into a pretty cushy job. You know, I mean, the Columbus Blue Jackets have never done anything. The Florida Panthers were down in the dumps when he took over. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, it's it's nice for him, I'm sure, to be the first head coach in that franchise's history. But obviously, you're taking over an expansion team, and that's a big-time roll of the dice. But with the Rangers, there's a great roster in place. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what Gallant can do with that roster and what his ceiling might be. We're going to be doing that in just a second here. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I got to say, guys, if I'm Jared Gallant, I've got a major chip on my shoulder heading into my latest tenure as a head coach in the NHL. And look, I realize that alone is not going to be enough to propel the Rangers to the Stanley Cup. 
But again, Jared Gallant is someone who, in my very humble opinion, was unjustly fired from each of his last two positions. He deserved another opportunity. He's getting one here. And I think he will survive that third year curse and end up being the Ranger head coach for the foreseeable future. I think they've kind of put all their eggs in the Jared Gallant basket, uh, having kind of a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction, of course, firing David Quinn this past season. Even though he took over a team that was rebuilding, uh, they felt like they had to go in a different direction. I think when you do something like that, your next head coach better be there for the long haul because if he gets fired after a year or two, whoever it might be, not just Jared Gallant, but you're really going to come across as a franchise that is just in complete dysfunction, basically. And I think at this point, you know, again, you've hired somebody with credentials. That's what the Rangers set out to do in the first place. You have to kind of go all in with Jared Gallant and give him time and uh, let him do things his way and hopefully lead this team to the promised land and ultimately to a Stanley Cup championship because that's where it's going to be. But as far as Gallant's ceiling, I believe the ultimate ceiling for Jared Gallant as the head coach of the New York Rangers is multiple Stanley Cup championships. And I realize I'm saying the bar extremely high there, but you look at how young this team is, how much talent they have. It's a team that could get there. And they're not a complete product yet. There still might be a little bit of tinkering to do with the roster. They have some difficult decisions to make this offseason. I mean, what else is new? I mean, you could say that of just about any offseason, but there's a lot of guys who, you know, do we extend them long term? Do we use them as trade bait? They're still putting the pieces together. But when you look at just raw talent on this team between the already established superstars like Panarin and Zibanejad, the guys coming along like Lafreniere and Kako, the outstanding defensemen that they've stockpiled, Igor Shesterkin seems to be a franchise goalie. They're going to have to try to get him locked up long term. We talked about that in yesterday's episode, but man, I mean, the pieces are, it's getting there. You know, it's all coming together. It's getting there. And I think Jared Gallant, once again, this is the most talented roster that he has ever had. This is the most that Jared Gallant as a head coach in the NHL has ever had to work with. I don't think I even need to look at the Blue Jackets roster from when Gallant was there to know that this Ranger team is more talented than anything that he ever had in Columbus uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, as we know, there were some very good players that they got in the expansion draft, but all those guys were basically dumped from other teams around the league, and he took them all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. I was very curious about the Panthers, so I looked up their roster uh, when Gallant was the coach there. I wanted to see, like, okay, how good was this team? Did they overachieve, or did they actually have, you know, a lot of all-stars, and, you know, maybe it wasn't as much of a surprise as I'm making it out to be, but no. The Panthers, in the season that Gallant was there, they definitely had some good players. I wouldn't say that they really had any superstars. And I want you guys to try to take a guess here. The best season that Jared Gallant had with the Florida Panthers was 2015-2016. As we mentioned, they won their division. They went 47-26-9. And unfortunately, they got knocked out of the playoffs in the first round by the New York Islanders. But it was a historic season for that franchise. And I want you guys right now in your head to try to think about who you think led that Florida Panthers team in points that season. I'll give you a second it's hard to, I mean, there's so much overturn in this league to begin with. I mean, players are always changing teams and it's hard to remember uh, who the Florida Panthers had on their roster just a few years ago. But okay, you've had a minute to think about this. The player that led the Florida Panthers in points that season when Jared Gallant led this team to the division was Yaramir Yager. Yeah, Yaramir Yager was on the Panthers at that time. He was 44 years old, and he still had 66 points in 79 games. I mean, beyond that, point leaders included UC Jokinen, Alexander Barkov, Jonathan Huberdeau, Vincent Trocek. So there were good players, Riley Smith, Aaron Eckblad. I mean, I could go on and on. They had Roberto Luongo in goal. He was still a very good goalie at the time, so obviously that didn't hurt their cause either. But to me, this looks like a team that definitely overachieved. Jared Gallant got the most out of this roster, and as soon as he left, they basically went south again up until just this season that's ongoing right now. They obviously got back to the playoffs, but again, the biggest thing with Jared Gallant for me is that he's somebody who has done more with less, and now 
he's going to get a chance to do more with more because, again, this is the most talented roster that Jared Gallant has ever had at his disposal. And it's almost it almost feels like he's being rewarded because, you know, he's had to go into some uncertain situations as a head coach in this league. I mean, that's what you do. You, you pay your dues. And, you know, if you're somebody who's just kind of breaking in, then you're probably going to have to take over a team that's not really that heralded and a team that, you know, maybe hasn't done a whole lot of winning in recent history. And that's been the case everywhere Jared Gallant has been. And once again, he does more with less. And now he's got a chance to have an excellent roster at his disposal and his best days as a head coach. We'll all keep our fingers crossed. They might just be in front of him. So very, very excited about this hire. And we're going to continue talking about Jared Gallant. It's the Jared Gallant show today. There's really nothing else to talk about, but we're going to talk about a couple other aspects as far as Jared Gallant's upcoming coaching tenure with the New York Rangers, including will he pick a captain? When will he pick a captain? Who might his assistant coaches be? We'll also talk about whether or not the Rangers could be and or should be a playoff team next season. We're going to get into all that in just a second here. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. We did an episode not too long ago where I was joined on here by Five Points Vids from YouTube. He has just an excellent sports YouTube channel. He covers the NHL and really every sport, uh, really does a great job, really a funny guy, always fun talking to him on this podcast. And if you guys get a chance, I highly, highly recommend his YouTube channel. Uh, some really funny stuff, some really informative stuff as well. But he was a guest on this podcast, I would say about two weeks ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago, something like that. But we got into talking about, you know, the Rangers, the season that they had just had and what's to come and who might the next head coach be and all that good stuff. All the things that you would talk to about your friend at the bar uh, regarding the New York Rangers, basically. But he made what I thought was just an excellent point when it came to David Quinn, because I asked him about that. You know, do you think David Quinn should have had another season or were you good with him being fired? And one thing that he mentioned was that David Quinn never picked a captain for the New York Rangers. Now, initially, I felt like that was okay because David Quinn is stepping into this situation. The Rangers have only been without a captain for half of a season when he took over, but Quinn never picked a captain, and the Rangers have not had a captain since Ryan McDonough all the way back in 2017-2018 when he was dealt in the middle of that season in the middle of the Rangers fire sale. And Five Points Vids brought up an excellent point that maybe Quinn's hesitancy or whatever you want to call it, his unwillingness, maybe even his fear of picking a new captain of this team, maybe that worked against him because maybe it showed to the Ranger brass just a lack of decisiveness, uh, a lack of uh, commitment. At a certain point, it's like, and Five Points Vids mentioned this as well, and again, I thought it was an excellent point. It's like, just pick somebody, you know? 
you can go with Kreider. You can go with Zibanejad. They're kind of the elder statesmen of this team, especially Kreider. You can go with a new guy like Adam Fox, maybe after the season he just had. I mean, maybe when Quinn was still here, it would have been a little bit early to put the C on Adam Fox. But you could go with Artemi Panarin. You could go with Jacob Truba. You could, I mean, there were some options. You know, there were a lot of guys, pretty much anyone who was an alternate captain would have been in the running to be the next Ranger captain. And for one reason or another, Quinn just never picked a guy. And we could debate how much that matters. But maybe, just maybe, Quinn's complete unwillingness to pick a captain, which is something that worked against him. And that leads me into my next point, uh, speculating on who Jared Gallant might pick to be the next captain of the New York Rangers. And Gallant is somebody who, you know, obviously I'm not as familiar with him as maybe fans of the Vegas Golden Knights and maybe fans of the Florida Panthers, because obviously he was the coach of both of those franchises for two and a half seasons. And, you know, I don't see Jared Gallant coach teams on a night in and night out basis, even when he was a head coach in this league. But something that I've always felt about Jared Gallant is that he's tough, but he's fair. He's not one of those guys that's going to scream his head off at his team. You know, I can figure this out just from watching, you know, all this behind the scenes YouTube videos that you can watch pretty much at will these days. It's great that there's so much behind the scenes access when it comes to the NHL. But, you know, kind of going by Gallant's personality, I could see him maybe going with Chris Kreider. I mean, Kreider is kind of the elder statesman and somebody who maybe would get a newfound sense of purpose if you slap that C on him, because we've always talked about how inconsistent Kreider can be. Maybe if he's the captain, and I don't know that this would happen or not, but maybe he just kind of finds that newfound sense of purpose. Like, I got to lead this team. I got to show up every single night. I got to go out there and I got to grind. And I don't think it's ever really been a lack of effort with Chris Kreider. For one reason or another, he's just always been a very, very streaky player. Maybe if he's the captain, something happens subconsciously where that, some of that streakiness, at least some of that streakiness, starts to go away a little bit. I think he'd be a great choice. If you're Jared Gallant and you put the C on Mika Zibanejad, I think that's a vote of confidence in Mika. And it's also kind of a message to the front office that this is my guy and we got to figure out a way to sign him long term because Mika, as we've talked about, will be a free agent after next season. Or, you know, Gallant, he could go in a couple of different directions. He could go with some of the younger guys. Uh, Adam Fox, I think, would be a great choice to be the captain. He's out there for half the game anyway, so if there's ever any controversy, odds are that Adam Fox is going to be out there, and he's going to be able to talk to the officials about it. He could go with, you know, a grinder like Jacob Truba. There's a lot of options, but I do think that Jared Gallant will pick a captain heading into this season, and I think it's something that, you know, I don't know. I was going to say that he might do it sooner rather than later, but now that I'm thinking about it, he is a new coach, so it might make sense for him to get into the locker room, meet all these guys, figure out kind of the dynamics of the locker room, who seems to be the leaders, who are kind of the vocal leaders, who are the lead by example type players. And maybe he wants to get training camp underway without naming a captain yet. Maybe he even wants to do some preseason games without yet naming a captain. But I do think that we're going to be seeing somebody wearing the C for the New York Rangers coming into the season. I think Gallant will come in and he'll be decisive and uh, he will pick a captain for this team. It is worth pointing out, though, that he did not have a captain when he was the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, but I think that situation's a little bit different. Again, you've got players that don't even know each other. They're all coming from all different corners of the NHL through the expansion draft, and lo and behold, that team goes to the Stanley Cup Finals. So if something like that happens, if there's a situation that unique, uh, I understand not picking a captain initially, and then when you go to the Stanley Cup Finals, I think it might be kind of one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of situations. We just made it to the Stanley Cup Finals without a captain, so maybe we don't need to pick one. But I do think this is a different situation with the Rangers, and I do think that Gallant will ultimately pick a captain, and uh, on opening night, somebody's going to wear the C, and 
we could talk about that. It's kind of been an ongoing debate on this show. We go back to it every now and then, uh, but we'll talk about who the Ranger captain could be, who might be a fit under Jared Gallant, who might be his type of guy, his type of leader uh, going into the season for the New York Rangers. Let's also talk about potential assistant coaches, and one that kind of just jumps off the page right away for me is Mike Kelly. Now, Mike Kelly is not exactly a household name. If you haven't heard of him, I don't think that... Uh, that's really necessarily that surprising. He's never been a head coach in the NHL, but Mike Kelly has been Jared Gallant's assistant coach, both with the Florida Panthers and with the Vegas Golden Knights. He was there for all six of those combined seasons, along with Jared Gallant, and he was also fired uh, when the Knights fired Gallant and replaced him with Peter DeBoer. He was also fired when the Florida Panthers fired Jared Gallant, which is not uncommon. Usually if the head coach gets fired, the assistant coach is either promoted to the interim coach or he's fired right along with him. It's usually one or the other. And, you know, Mike Kelly has gotten the ax along with Jared Gallant in both of those stints with the Panthers and with the Golden Knights. But there's a ton of familiarity there. Even when Gallant was the head coach of the St. John Sea Dogs of the QMJHL from 2009 to 2012, Mike Kelly was his assistant coach there. And as a quick aside, I, I just got to mention this because we've talked about Gallant's credentials and his record with all these NHL teams. And look, I realize it's the QMJHL. It's not the NHL. But Jared Gallant with the Sea Dogs, he put up a record. Listen to this record. They went 159 34 and 9, and they won two QMJHL championships in Gallant's three seasons. And again, I know it's not the NHL, but I think a record of 159, 34, and 9 is definitely worth mentioning, regardless of where it happens. And then, of course, just about a week and a half ago, Gallant led. Canada to the gold medal in the world championships, despite Canada starting the tournament 0-3. He led them back from that uh, really rough start that they had to the gold medal. But yeah, getting back to Mike Kelly here, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of familiarity with Gallant, and if you're just going to use common sense and connect the dots... I think it at least makes some sense that Jared Gallant could reach out to Mr. Mike Kelly and see if he wants to come back and, you know, do this whole thing all over again, step into a position with the New York Rangers. As of right now, uh, Kelly is the director of hockey operations with the Oshawa Generals of the Ontario Hockey League. And I don't know if he'd be up for another 10-year with Jared Gallant. Uh, we shall see. Uh, maybe Gallant himself would rather go in a different direction. But again, if you're just kind of connecting the dots and using some common sense here, you got to figure Mike Kelly could be in the running to be an assistant coach with the New York Rangers. And then one other candidate that I got to mention, and we'll go into greater detail about this in future episodes, you know, who the assistant coaches might end up being uh, for Jared Gallant. Right now, I want to keep most of the focus on Gallant, but one other candidate that's kind of being kicked around that I absolutely 100% must mention here, uh, Rick Carpaniello of The Athletic has reported that he's heard that Dan Girardi could become an assistant coach for the New York Rangers. Sign me the bleep up. I love Dan Girardi, loved him as a player. Uh, he's technically still an interim assistant coach with the Buffalo Sabres, although the prevailing thought there is that the Sabres will ultimately clean house house and go in a new direction with a whole new coaching staff. I mean, I suppose that hasn't officially happened yet, but I mean, Dan Girardi just tough as nails as a player. And we all talk about how he want the Rangers to get tougher, grittier, whatever adjective you want to use. Dan Girardi will, by his very nature, instill that in these players. He's not very far removed from being a player in the NHL. He had to retire before it was really his time due to injuries. He's still just 37 years old. So I think he can kind of relate to the players of today. Uh, Jared Gallant is 57. Not that that's, you know, dinosauric or anything like that. But I think, uh, you know, if you've got a coach who's maybe a little bit older, although, you know, maybe that's about average among NHL head coaches. I haven't really done the math yet. We could look at that some other time. But I think, you know, Gallant being 57, to have kind of a young guy in the room, Dan Girardi, who's just 37, uh, I think that's kind of a nice counterbalance. And 
You know, it's funny. If Henrik Lundqvist was still on the Rangers and Dan Girardi were to join the team as an assistant coach, then he would be younger than Henrik Lundqvist, which is pretty wild to think about. But good for Dan Girardi. Really happy for him. Loved him as a player. It's great that he's already kind of gotten his feet wet as an assistant coach in this league. And if Gallant and the Rangers want to bring him in as an assistant coach and give him a chance, again, sign me up. Could not be more excited about uh, that possibility, but we'll see what happens there. And again, we'll talk more about assistant coaches in the future. The only other thing that I want to mention here as far as Gallant is concerned for today is that it's kind of a call to Ranger fans. Let's be patient and not call for his head if the Rangers start 1-2-1 and next season, okay? He deserves a fair chance, and I think for the most part, once David Quinn was fired, most Ranger fans kind of honed in on Jared Gallant and said, like, okay, this is the guy. This is who we want. He's got a strong recent track record. He can take this team to where it needs to go. And when Ranger fans were calling for David Quinn's head in the middle of this season that just concluded, I think a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were, when, when they were pressed on, okay, well, if David Quinn's going to be fired, then who do you want the next head coach to be? I think a lot of them said Jared Gallant. So you got your wish. This is your guy. And I think even people that were David Quinn supporters, once he got fired, I think most Ranger fans, and again, I, I can't emphasize this enough. I don't want to say all, because I, I talked to a lot of you guys. There was some love for Rick Tockett. Some people wanted John Tortorella brought back. And I'd love to hear from you guys. If anybody wants to you know, send an email or tweet me or whatever it might be, if you have an opinion about why Jared Gallant is the man or why he's not the man or why you wanted this guy instead, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to just do an episode where I just kind of take all your guys' opinions because I can sit on here and talk about Jared Gallant and all these other uh, Ranger coaching candidates until I'm blue in the face. But I want to hear from you guys as well. I want to hear uh, what the fans think of uh, you know this move to bring in Jared Gallant. Be very, very curious and would be more than happy to read your opinions uh, on an episode here. I'd love to do a whole episode where it's just nothing but that. But again, if the Rangers don't look like Stanley Cup champions two or three or four games into the season, let's make sure we give Jared Gallant a fair chance because I do think this is a good hire. I do think it'll pay dividends in the long run. And the only other thing that I'll say today, kind of a thought to leave you guys with, so to speak, in previous seasons, and this podcast has been around for the last two New York Rangers seasons, I've kind of put the Rangers playoff odds at 50-50 going into each of the two seasons. Obviously, this last season, they did not make it. And the year before that, we had the pandemic, and they sort of made it, but they were in 11th place in the Eastern Conference. But then again, there were still 12 games left in the regular season, and the Rangers were hot. Maybe they could have made the playoffs even under typical circumstances. Uh, but the bottom line, if you're going to ask me right now, this is the first time I'm going to put it at more than 50-50. I'm going to say yes. The Rangers are a playoff team next season. They got a lot of young players ready to take that next step. I think that's true whether Gallant's the coach or anybody else is the coach. And again, I just think Gallant's a good coach. I think he has a really strong recent track record, and I think he's the man for this job, and I think he takes him to the postseason next season. So going to be a lot of fun. And I realize, you know, today, obviously it's a big episode. The Rangers just hired a new head coach. We might have some new listeners. If there's anybody new to the show, uh, hey, stick around. You know, we have a lot of fun on here. We talk, I know it's the off season, but there's never a dull moment with the New York Rangers. I think any fan of this team, anybody who's followed this franchise with any sort of regularity over the last couple of seasons, especially this past season, would definitely agree with that. There is never a dull moment. There is always something to talk about. And it's just a complete roller coaster being a fan of this team. I think everybody can pretty much agree on that. But yeah, I mean, we're not done talking about Jared Gallant in future episodes. We're going to talk about, you know, I'm sure his introductory press conference is forthcoming. So we'll talk about whatever happens there and kind of the biggest takeaways from that. And we'll talk about who in the Ranger organization between players and front office members, who are the biggest winners and losers from this hire. I'm really not sure there's any losers, but we'll at least talk about who the biggest winners might be from the hire of Jared Gallant. And yeah, you know, we'll get into some X's and O's as well. What are Jared Gallant teams typically known for? 
But that will pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Nets are down to one star. Can Kevin Durant carry them past the Bucks? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.